Hello and welcome back to Goldbridge Saves Football. We're here to talk about the weekend action and all the big talking points in football. Uh, we'll also be playing Goldbridge, which is fascinating this week. I mean, I can't speak. I can't speak, Will. It was unbelievable, but we will reveal a little bit more in a moment. But that, that's just, that's a disgrace. I want VAR on that Goldbridge last week. Literally. Well, I mean, there was lots of VAR in there, wasn't there? I think uh, it's like winning the lottery, then losing your lottery ticket last week. There were so many different VAR calls. We were so close, but were we so far? Find out later on in Goldbridge. Not only is it ruining football, VAR is now ruining Goldbridge. Yeah, which is I mean, technically and, football. Yeah, and that's sacrilege, really, isn't it? You can't get involved with Goldbridge. The people want it. We've given it to the people. You've given it to the people with all your. Um, You've got so many game shows in that mind of yours. I mean, well, I'm just wondering what's next. I'm still waiting for the BBC ITV or Gold or Dave to say, Goldbridge, come on. We want we want to revive um, quiz shows and we know you're the guy to do it. I am the guy to do it. I'm full of ideas. Pick up the you're phone. More, um, you're more Quest than Dave, I think. A bit lower down in the like, number 47. Whatever, whatever. Anyway, a uh, big shout out to everyone listening as always for supporting the podcast, but also for leaving your questions on Spotify. They're fantastic and we're getting loads of ideas. It's your podcast. So if you've got ideas that you want to bring in, we will do that. And we've got some of your questions later. Will, uh, the one disappointment about this Friday, before we get into the meaty stuff about why I hate Ange, because I don't, um, there will be no Pratt of the Week p- jingle. Yeah. I, 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 I'm gutted by that. You know, you've got to give it to the people. It's like it's like a turkey dinner. I really like turkey, but I keep it to Christmas. I, people like the jingle, some lovely comments. Thank you very much. Where did you get your voice from? I've been practicing that for 20 years for that specific moment. But it's going to be um, reserved for a Tuesday. So get involved on Spotify, the YouTube community tab. If you're watching any weekend action, you think, what a prat, just squeeze a prat. Uh, get involved and we'll read them out next Tuesday and we might play the jingle. We need to uh, maybe hit in on the on the community here because some of you might be at the uh, Christmas show, uh, which I'll remind you of later, where you could sing some of these. But I was just thinking, do you think Spandar Ballet would have a problem if we had for Goldbridge? We could go, goal, goal, always believe in your soul. You've got the power to know, goal, you're indestructible. Always believe in, you are goal. Right, do you want me to? Do you want to take that audio and we'll, put, we'll sort that for next Friday, or do you want me to have a little go and to? Uh, I can just imagine one? Spandau Ballet just complaining, but it would be good. No, well, they must. They must have like a, not a reserve band. What's it? A tribute band that we can just use them and then get around it like that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's get into the show. Um, I'm excited by that now. I just like jingles. I want. I want the. As as somebody said in the chat, that's the best jingle since Jingle Bells. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Love Thank that. You. There you go. Uh, let's talk about Ange then, because yeah, you love Ange. a bit like Ange, actually, today. Let's talk about Ange. Let's talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, Cobber. Right, let's yeah. talk about Ange. Um, you Stay are... Alone. I am a bit throaty today. You, that, yeah. That's the thing with an audio. I don't know why. I've just had... I don't know. I think, I think I've just eaten something and it's reacted um, with my throat. <clears throat> let's talk about Ange. Um, yeah. we, we, we didn't cover the Monday game because obviously we record the podcast on a Monday night so we we couldn't talk about it but it feeds lovely into the weekend because some big games this weekend Man City, Chelsea is the big game Chelsea with a big winner against Spurs Spurs start the Premier League weekend off with a game against Wolves injury decimated why do you think I hate Ange, uh, Will? 
No, I don't think you hate Ange, but I think, you know, I was recording yesterday, I was down at Leicester City, video to come on That's Football very soon. Went on Twitter, just like to keep up to date, see how you are. Uh, it's like an elderly relative, just making sure you're okay, checking in with you. And you, I do Is that via alive? Twitter. Um, do that via Twitter for you. Uh, you tweeted on November the 7th, I uh, can't get the time, but it's etched in my mind. All these people living, but I think it's uh, live. All these people living up Angie's ass for saying we need to stick behind the refs. We'll keep the receipts for when VAR screws you over. Don't worry. This isn't about managers or the media. It's about the enjoyment of football being sucked away from football fans every week. And I was like, just text me, tag me in. I am a modern day Shakespeare, aren't I? I mean, even I was listening. I wrote that, and I'm listening to you say that, and I'm going. I'm going to follow this guy and then I realise it's me I follow him all the time well no one I don't follow me my shadow follows me um, but that, that, I love that I love that because it's so true um, yeah I'm- Mon- well, I mean, Monday was absolutely... I think going forward, if there's a Monday night football like that, we're going to have to do a 10pm 10, 10 podcast record because mm. I was coming back from Manchester to London. I was on live score. I've never seen so many notifications in my life. A yellow card, VAR checks, gold, red cards. It was like the Bayo Tapestry. It was going that long. I think it was like two pages. His, his phone was pinging like a Tesco checkout counter when it's the Christmas shop. Yeah, lovely. What's What's... First item on your Christmas shop? You know, not the obvious ones. What's your little treat? Quality Street, tin of. I think Quality Street have really gone down the pan, actually, recently. But that's probably You know, this podcast. year, you can get these um, Quality Streets. Uh, I've got, I'll show them on the next podcast, actually. I'll, I'll be prepared. <laughs> Throw um, forward. You can, you can get these from John Lewis, Quality Street uh, baubles for your tree. What, chocolate? No, they're, they're actual baubles. Like, but, but I broke one. They're actually old-style baubles. But you, you put them on your tree and they're all the different chocolates, like the green triangle. Uh, and Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Nostalgia. Anyway, Sorry, back onto it. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I really like what Spurs are doing at the moment. And I, I'd be interested to see if anyone gets in the, in the in the question topic on Spotify or iTunes for this. I really, really like that Spurs are back. And I think that's a big statement. I do think Spurs are back because... Spurs are back because they never win a title anyway. So Spurs, for me, are a team that plays well, competes for top four. And that's what they're doing. So they've, they've they've been rubbish the last few years. So I'm really happy with Spurs. And I think Ange has surprised me. But, you know, you think about Martin Yoll and you think about Harry Redknapp. He's well in with that. You know, some would say he's better. It's early days. So I think Spurs are back and Ange is really a breath of fresh air. And I do really like him. I just don't like the media loving with him they i think they do kiss his ass um he must never have to have a shower because he's it'd be so clean from all the kisses i suppose horrible thought um you'd do it will but i just think that it was i mean even the, the little things like i didn't like what he said about the referees afterwards although there's context to that because he what he actually is saying is he's anti-var isn't he he's basically saying he doesn't want people to scrutinize referee decisions so much because it will make them analyse things more which slows the game down I think he was sort of hinting that actually he just would like to switch VAR off and we trust the on-field referee which is trust is the wrong word but I'd rather go back to that as well so I don't have a problem with that with Ange Yeah I, I, I think what he was saying was basically agreeing with you and and mm. but just in another way and to come out after a 4-1 loss where you've had two red cards I think we all agree that they were red cards um, with all those decisions, but just to come out in his calm demeanour, I'm not going to do the voice today. I've overdone it, but I think that that was that was part of the reason. And then Spurs as a whole, the enjoyment and maybe the media loving just comes in from you know the way he was holding that high line with with nine men on the field. Oh, and which just, is it? Just, oh. 
which, which is his philosophy. Don't, but then, don't tell me you enjoyed that. Well, I did. I don't care like what the result was going to be. You know, I just want high action. It's like I'm a WWE fan. I want you know action, action, action. But I th- that ties in with everything that we've been speaking about from a Man United perspective, where you've got you know Arsenal have kept Arteta, Liverpool have got a clear philosophy. Pep, the Manchester City is built in his style. You know, we're three months into this big ang- big Ange reign, and if he's got a clear philosophy. And for January, for the summer going forward, if they manage to get Champions League football, he's going to buy players that fit his mould. And that's only mm. going to be- benefit Spurs going forward. So, You know that high line, that, 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 that is just hipster bull crap, really. That, that, they lost 4-1 against a Chelsea team that can't finish. Like If he played that with nine men against Man City, he'd have stopped it within 10 minutes because they'd have scored five goals. Like... That is the easiest way to score a goal in the world. If someone's all stood on their halfway line, it's the easiest way to score a goal. They did it. You know, you tell Cucurella to drop 10 metres and then time his run so that he's got momentum, he's onside and he's through. It was it was some of the most ridiculous defending I've ever seen. And to see some people who supposedly played the game, you know, kissing arse on that, I thought it was incredible. And look, Pep Guardiola plays very expansive football, but he knows when... He knows when you're in trouble. They should have been on the edge of their box at 1-1, grinding that out for as long as possible. To be on your halfway line with a high line, attempting to... And to be fair, they did create some chances, but you're never going to win. You're never going to win. And I think that's where it goes beyond with Ange. And I'll I'll tell you what, I'll make a prediction as well. If Spurs start losing games, watch how quickly the Ange loving disappears. And I think I'm actually being more real. I think he's the right man. I think Spurs are back. They may start losing games, but they're on to something really exciting here. But we know what the media do. They build people up and then they knock them down. And I won't be knocking him down. I'm just being real now. I like what he's doing, but I think there has been a ridiculous overreaction and loving. And he's going to struggle now because of all the injuries, I reckon. Well, yeah, going into that, because, I mean, we, we have got a title race on our hands and I'm certainly open. Spurs can stay part of that, but their next few games with those injuries and those suspensions coming in. They've obviously got Wolves, which is the lunchtime kickoff on Saturday, which we're going to talk about in a bit. But then they've got Villa away, um, Villa at home, Man City away, West Ham at home, Newcastle at home, Forest away, which is even more mm. of a proposition now, the way they're trending, um, Everton at home. And then on the day 28th of December, they've got Brighton away. And that takes you up to the new year. So How many games is that then? Is that about... That's eight about games, six, seven. Yeah, six, seven, eight. You wouldn't be surprised so, if out of what? A maximum 21 points. You wouldn't be surprised if they took 10. Yeah, I th- his expectations are not where they are now, is it? If they want to get top four, and I think with Manchester United and Chelsea where they are, Brighton, you know, uh, I don't think they'll get top four. I don't think that's a bold prediction. So I think top four is a really realistic thing for them. And the, they've got and to the get title top race, four. Yeah, they've got to get top four. And if they can do that, I really think the Big Ange Express will just add more carriages and keep on tooting. This is why you don't toot your horn until you know what you're tooting it about. And I would say that I said at the start of the season that Spurs will not get top eight. And everyone was like, oh, you look all right, idiot now. I tell you what, football's got a funny way. As the as the late, great ex-Spurs legend Sir Jimmy Greaves said, it's a funny old game, Saint. And it is. It's a funny old game because... With no Van der Ven, no Romero, how long's Madison out? Um, Richarlison's broken his public bone, which... Is that your ass? Your pubic bone, not your public P- bone. 
<laughs> where's your pu- where, where's your pubic bone? Is that the one in between? Public. I think your public bone's something different else. I don't know where that is. Your pubic bone. Get us in the car. I, I worry where that is anyway. I, I feel for him. I'm not feeling him. I feel for him. Um, but no, I think that Spurs don't have the depth. Spurs are not in a title race, let's be honest, are they, Will? But I think that the top four, they'd have bitten your hand off for that. So that's their focus. And I think this Wolves game at the weekend is massive. I think Angie's doing a great job. I think it's a reality bite. Um, I did a video on this week, actually, on That's Football. Very good video about injuries, Will. And uh, we talk about VAR a lot. Injuries are having a huge effect. Look at Newcastle in midweek. Chelsea have had them. Man United have had their old back five out at times. Look at Spurs now. I mean, the only team that's not really... Well, they can afford it as well is Man City. But everybody... And a lot of teams are going to be impacted by injuries and that January transfer window is going to be massive. Just from my side, though, as like a, a team of a fan of a championship side, when big clubs start speaking about injuries and they've got a 25-man squad that I'd kill for, they've got numerous amount of loan players, they've got a five-star academy, I'd just really grind my gears when that starts getting wheeled out because, you, you know, you are in a position where, you know, Jurgen Klopp in the past has spoken about the fixture list, okay, probably does need to get short and there is too much football, but these are the guy, games that you were signed up for. This is the squad that you've assembled. You have to play what is in front of you. So I think that's what a squad is for. So yeah, I d- d- don't buy that with me. I completely disagree. Uh, my stance being that this is um, it being inflicted by the powers that be, that players are playing too many games. And although... Yeah, I agree be- with that. It, it can be quite interesting when you've got a few players out and some young players get a chance. You know, Rashford's chance came because of a numerous striker injuries where he literally got thrown in and became a hero and look at what happened there. So, you know, you love all that. But I think the problem is that so many teams have got this problem because there's so many games and they're trying to get more games and, you know, Club World Cups. And it, 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 I don't mind it every now and again, but I think we're starting to see a sustained injury list at most clubs that is not going to get any better. And therefore, you're diluting the quality. You know, you want to see the best players playing in the best teams because you want to see good quality football. And, Mm. you know, we're diluting it from VAR and now we're diluting it that way as well. But look, back to Spurs. They're not in a title race for me. They're in a top four race. Yeah, and um, I think the Manchester City Express now Rodri's back will will keep on chugging. Um, let's start with them. We've got our either or either ors for the weekend. Obviously, you've done the video with Ben Foster, which will be out now. Go and check that out on that's football. But it is Friday, bit of a fresh perspective. We're going to start with Wolves Spurs, which is the first game of the weekend. Can you see Wolves causing any sort of an upset? Um, what did I say? In win, lose, or draw? Spurs. I've not seen the edit. I think I did, but the the interesting reason I say that is because win, lose or draw will be out by now on That's Football, which you can watch. But when we recorded that, it was pre-Spurs-Chelsea. So obviously I would have assumed that Romero and Adogi and Madison and Van der Ven would be playing. That's all, four players, Will. That's almost half of 11. Yes, They're certainly getting is. on for that. I don't know my maths, but I, I think I'm right in saying that. Can we get, you yeah. know... So I think that that has a massive impact. I think it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I think I'm doing this as a watch along on that's football as well because oh, nice. I think it's, I think it's a really intriguing game. Wolves have been shafted this season by VAR and are, are a lot better than people think. Spurs mm-hmm. are decimated by suspension and injury. It's at the Molyneux. I think this is a Stop game you that you can't call it the Molyneux. It's what's it what? You, Wolves, you can't call it the Molyneux. Wolves fans will, you know. 
you, you think the Rashford response is bad, Wolves fans will come to your house. What do they want me to call it? Just Molyneux. Molyneux. Just Molyneux. Yeah. Okay, Just I'll get it right this time. I'll get it right this time. So Wolves against Spurs at the Molyneux. And we have Spurs. If, I tell you what, if Spurs go and win this game, that's a statement win. To go and do it without key players. Ooh, I don't know. Either or. I'm going to go... I'm going to go... I'm going to go... I am going to go Spurs because Wolves struggled to score goals and they just seem to be... You know, you know, you know, in a season when you go, oh, they're unlucky. I just feel that Wolves are everyone's team where they go, oh, they're unlucky. You know, they they, yeah. they could they could fall they could fall in a barrel of tits and come up sucking the thumb. <laughs> well, Classic that office note, that. The... Don't put your complaints in. That's Gervais. That's just the quote. Uh, I'm gonna go for Spurs. You know, I love him. I can't stop now. Um, you know, you don't. Sometimes you don't choose who you fall in love with, and I'm in love with Big Ange. Um, let's move on to the big game of the weekend: Chelsea, Manchester City. Was doing a bit of research, Mark. Um, the, the, can you tell me the last time Chelsea beat Manchester City? Um, I think it's quite recent. Incorrect. No. <laughs> okay. Sofa score. I did. I went on sofa score. The last time Chelsea beat Manchester City was the Champions League final when Havertz scored the winner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that season they beat them in the Champions League. They beat them in the league, and they beat them in the FA Cup semi final. Mm. Two Cal. What a hat trick. Um, they're not going to beat them on Sunday, Will. I can't. I can't see it. I. I really can't. I think that four one rejuvenated Jackson. Oh my mate! I'd have scored. All. I mean, the look. I get. I get the fact he's milking it. But I thought at one minute they were going to get a load of cows on. He was milking it that much. Did you see the post-match interview afterwards? It was quite no. nice. Where um, it was between Palmer and Jackson, and Palmer was like, "Yeah, he still needs to work hard." And Jackson was like, "Yeah, I do," which I thought was quite humble and quite refreshing, actually. Mate, those finishes were easy. Um, but look, I'd love Chelsea to get a result in this. I love anyone to beat Man City because I think Man City are going to run away with this league. I've said it before. So, but. I mean, Chelsea played well against Arsenal at the bridge. They, they, it was a 50-50 game between Spurs, let's be honest. I know before the sending off, it was quite 50-50. So I'd love to see a rejuvenated Chelsea. And hopefully we will. But I just suspect that, that um, Man City will just be too much for them. It would be great. It would be great if Chelsea win. But I've got to go. I've got to go Man City. I think they're starting to get into the groove, like you say, since Rodri came back. And they're so experienced and... I mean, it's not like Man City need any luck. And you look at last weekend and you go, you know, Liverpool drawing at Luton, Arsenal draw, uh, losing to Newcastle, Spurs and everything went, that went wrong there. So, yeah, it's um, I think it's Man City here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to overrate the cake, Manchester City. For me, one I wanted to finish on just quickly was Liverpool versus Brentford because I just felt Brentford maybe could cause a little upset here. You're wrong. But it's fair, fair, fair to say Brentford are more than capable. I think well, didn't Brentford go and beat City twice last year as well? So yeah, they've won their last two in a row. So th- this is a bonus game. You know, I've played the game and I've played football manager. And when you're managing a team like Brentford, if you can win a couple of games in the Prem, and then you have got Liverpool or Man City away, it's one of those where you go to the lads, enjoy yourself. We won the last two. It's a free hit. You know, we're not under any pressure. Let's express ourselves. You've got to hold and give. No, that's John Barnes, isn't it? So I think that Liverpool really bottled it at Luton. They had the chances. 
I think we'll see a reaction from Liverpool. Um, Thursday night football could be interesting. We've got to, we've got to impact that. Um, Brentford don't play that, but I think Liverpool and Arsenal have to win this weekend. They they've got to like they've got to make it interesting. Um, I'd go Liverpool. I think they might win it by three clear goals. I, I think they, I think they might score some goals this weekend. I'm I'm going score draw. But speaking of goals, let's get on to the reason you're here. The reason you're listening. It is. Goldbridge, theme tune pending. Last week it was 9-9. This week it's still 9-9. What a weekend. Um, it might sound boring, um, but I had a, someone slid in my DMs. I couldn't watch the game, but it said Calvin Bassey had, had one off the line, who was my defender pick. Lewis Dunk had a goal disallowed, which could have gone up for goal of the season, a, a volley from a free kick. Uh, Mark had uh, Human Son, which I believe he had a goal ruled out as well. Some other close chances. I saw Wangy Chan had a close chance. So we were very unlucky. But alas, the score remains 9-9. And we're going in to this week. Also on Spotify, get in touch with any forfeit ideas. Because we're doing this for the season. It's obviously a big part of the podcast. And there needs to be a definitive um, punishment between me and Mark. Which which we'll choose. Nothing funny. But I have a suggestion. Might be something funny. Go on. I have a suggestion. Well, you would love donation. to... Yeah, I don't know. We we can probably arrange this. There must be some players or people who work at clubs that could arrange this. I think it would be great if... Um, in fact, I, I've got my charity stream coming up next week. So I would do this. I would I would do this for, like, contributions. But as a forfeit, it would work well as well. Will would love to wash Ange's car. I'd hate to wash Ange's car. So if, if, if there was some sort of forfeit where I had to wash Ange's car or even better you know, Gary Neville's or something like that. He won't let me near it. He won't let me near it. But um, something like that would be quite fun. But just just to recap on Goldbridge, I think you skirted the issue a little bit there, Will. I don't know whether you've gone Carragher, Owen and Warnock here protecting the PGMOL. That sounded like, oh, it's one of those things. Absolute bloody disgrace. I had nine points before this week. To get zero points on Goldbridge is bloody embarrassing. And then, But then to know that Dunk would have got me two points. I got three. absent. Would got, did I get three for a defender? Yeah. That's a bloody disgrace. I'll I tell you what, that Bassy one wasn't as close, mate. I've seen it. I was, I was watching it. It wasn't. Someone it was cleared off the, the line, but let's really be honest. Close. No, it was cleared off the line technically, but I'll tell you what, I mean, a blind donkey would have cleared that. It was just, it was easy. <laughs> but dunk, that's a goal of the season contender. That that That's yeah, lost now it. forever. Right, do you want to get into this week's picks? We'll do alternate picks. You start with yours and, and lay down a marker. Okay, I'm back this week. This is points on the board for Goldbridge. Remember, five picks to score. Uh, one defender, we get three points for that, and then a clean sheet. So one of my five picks to score is going to be risky, but Arsenal are at home to Sheffield United. So I think this is level Enketia. I thought Arsenal were playing Burnley. Oh, the same thing, yeah. They are because Brighton are playing Sheffield. Same thing. Don't stop. stop Sorry, checking well, yeah. to see if I'm right. <laughs> they are. Same Jack. thing. Yeah. Still yeah. Well, my first pick is Arsenal, so I've gone for Bakayo Saka versus Burnley. Yeah. So I've got Enketi. You've got Saka. Uh, second pick: Manchester United at home to Luton. Surely this is the game that my boy Rasmus, Rasmus, Rasmus breaks his Premier League duck. He's already got goals in the Champions League. Not had a Premier League. Hardly had a Premier League chance yet, to be honest. So I'm going Rasmus Hoyland, home to Luton. 
I believe in Rob Edwards. I believe in Luton Town. I think Luton Town are going to stay up this year and it is going to be a statement result at OT. Carlton Morris with the goal for me. That's like me giving you a £1,000 and you going for a crap, wiping your ass with it and flushing it down the toilet. Be a big crap if you need a thousand pounds to wipe all of it, but you know, at the end of the day, that is a massive waste. This is why you will lose, mate. Third pick for me, returning to the club he used to play for, it's uh, it's Callum Wilson. I'm going to go Callum Wilson against Bournemouth for Newcastle. Boring, boring. I've really gone out there this week, and that's why for my third pick uh, against West Ham United, I've gone for Morgan Gibbs White. I feel like Forrest uh, are ticking. And the clock is ticking on Morgan Gibbs White to score this weekend. Well, I had Evan Ferguson down against. Um, their play- I think they are playing Sheffield United, but I see you've got that. So I'm going to change and I'm going to go out the box because I've been accused of being boring. And I'm going to go for Gross of Brighton to score you like Gross. against Sheffield United. You'd wash Gross's car. Um, number four, I'm going for Dejan Kulisevsky. Scored on Monday in a little bit of form. Really like him as a player. Against Wolves, that's my fourth pick. That's a good one. And then my fifth pick for goal scorer, I'm going to go with Phil Foden against Chelsea for Man City on Sunday. Remember, we can't go for Erling Haaland. He's banned from this game. So I've gone for a Man City scorer against Chelsea. And I felt that Phil Foden... Would have been. I would have gone for Gundogan if he'd still be here. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling in that sort of midfielder Man City mood. A man who's already got five goals this season is my fifth pick, and that is Evan of Ferguson against Everton. Um, obviously, Sheffield his dad United. Duncan used to play for Everton. It's Brighton versus Everton, isn't it? It was last week. It was bloody. We've just spoken about Dunk's goal. God. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're on bloody thin ice. <laughs> you are Brazier. <laughs> Well, that joke didn't even work. Now, Evan Ferguson's my fifth goal. Yeah. I can't believe you've had a stat about Duncan Ferguson and everything. Yeah, real nice, that one. That's like... Yeah. Uh, that's that why compounds I'm the lack comedian. of research. What a, I'm Pratt. Pratt of this podcast, me. He's a Pratt. She's a Pratt. They're all a Pratt. The whiny. I can't remember the next bit. Go on. One, now two, it's three. time for Pratt of the Week. One, two, it. three. Uh, defender, I'm not changing. I almost feel I might pick him every week now because I'm furious from last week. So I've actually gone for Dunk as my defender. Yeah, I think he's on. I swear I saw him stood over a free kick a bit like Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo. He's, he's determined. Um, he's going to dunk one in. I've gone for Fabian Shah for me uh, for Newcastle United. And, and my goalkeeper pick, just to round it off, is Emmy Martinez. Well, I've gone United again against Luton. If you can't get a clean sheet against Luton. You're never going to get a clean sheet. It's at Old Trafford. I'm going for Anana. Wow. Some big shouts from you. There's been some great Q&As again on the Spotify tab. So uh, we're recording on Monday for Tuesday release. So if you've got any questions or Pratt of the Week, get involved on Spotify for that on on this episode because we'll read them out. I've got some here, Mark, but I'm going to save them because it's Friday episode. We like to keep it short and sweet. Um, do you want to chat about the live show just quickly before we have a little FPL chat and, and say goodbye? 
Yeah, well, I'm, I want to just say um, we've got our Christmas show, which is on December the 11th in Manchester. We would love to see some Goldbridge Ultras there who are podcast fans. Um, we've got Ben Foster on the show as well. We've got a fill-in, football fill-in against Goldbridge Saves Football section. So it's not all going to be United related. So we'd love to see you there. You can get your tickets just by searching on the internet for uh, United Stand Christmas Show, which is Manchester Century Hall. We'd love to see you there. We want to, we want to hear people going, Ultras, Ultras, because... Let's be honest, only podcast listeners will know that and we will know you from the podcast and then therefore I'll know where to go when I'm handing out presents from my sack. I knew Will would laugh at that. It's just filth. Hopefully I'll get a lovely big present from your sack. Uh, Let's just finish very quickly on FPL chat. Um, I mean, for many people, it was absolute wasteland. It was probably the worst week of fantasy football. None of the top 10 really in, in scoring. There was some absolute weirdo that triple captain Doku for 66 points scoring 107 last week um, but this weekend Haaland or Salah what are you thinking on your captain pick uh, I'd still I'd always go um, I, I just I don't change it from Haaland really I, I, I just no, think it's, it's one of those if you, that, isn't it? yeah if you change it like and then last week wasn't it week before last he, he got a load of points um, I'm going to stick pretty much with what I got. I mean, I'm pretty happy with my team. I only got 30 points, but, you know, the Sackers, the Salas, the Matomas, the Sons, the Watkins, Ferguson, Colwell, Saliba, Lascelles, Ariola. I mean, I just think it was a, a, a an oddly weird week last week, so I'm pretty happy with that. But let us know if you've got any picks in your in yours. Um, might, might, might be able to get them quick enough for me to change it. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Don't give him any extra help. Yeah, I I played my wild card. I'm really struggling. I'm low down in all the leagues I am, so I need help. Um, might have to really get into the study. You played your wild card and got thirty to... points. No, that week a couple of weeks before. Oh, don't right. be doing that to me. Um, Birmingham City uh, away at Sunderland, twelve thirty kickoff. So um, I actually got the shirt on, but I forgot to take my hoodie off. So that was absolutely pointless. Um, but plenty of watch-alongs on that's football at the weekend. Wolves, Spurs, and then City, Chelsea Sunday. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Hopefully some of you will join me for that. But it's been a pleasure. Um, I'll let Will uh, close this one off because he's uh, he's actually at the Spotify studio, so it just feels right that he closes the show. Thanks, everyone, for watching as normal. Get your questions in on the Spotify tab. Really enjoy that. And uh, we'll speak to you next Tuesday. Yes, we'll see you Tuesday morning. Get your questions in. Pratt of the Week nominations. Uh, Blues will have three points, Man United will have three points, and we'll have ten points each on Goldbridge. Let's have our fingers crossed, and I'll see you later, mate.